This is Influence Now, where we focus on ideas influencing the world. Hi, welcome to Influence Now. I'm uh, Justin Kraft, your host. I'm here with Justin Moss. So uh, I, I don't know if I should call you Moss from here on out. I'm fine with Moss so we don't get confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've known each other a long time. Um, goes back, what, 10 years, American Marketing Association. We were uh, on the board here in Colorado together. And uh, you actually did a couple of award events um, at that time for American Marketing Association. Yeah, yeah. With two, it was really, really- Good old days. Right, right. And um, super, super stoked to have you, Justin. Um, I know we're doing some things at Cast with you and you're doing some uh, pretty amazing stuff over at Pineapple. So I want to dig into some of that for some of our marketing, small business people, mid-sized business people, anybody that's listening. And um, I mean, anywhere from Under Armour to you've done stuff with Adidas to all over the board and, you know, going back to throwing raves, I think way back in the nineties. Right. So uh, if you want to give a quick intro on who pineapple is, I I won't do it justice. So uh, pineapple agency is your agency. And um, just so our listeners slash viewers know what that is, if you can give us an intro. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. I always find it really weird to talk to my computer like this, but uh, let's have some fun. So the pineapple agency is an experiential marketing agency. And so for those of you that aren't in marketing and know that sort of buzz term, we produce live experiences that emotionally connect brands to consumers through these immersive events or experiences. And our goal is to create this connection, capture content, and then repurpose that content for all sorts of marketing strategies, whether it's a TV, creating a TV commercial or extending it you know, via the internet or digital strategy. Our, our goal at the end of the day is to create a before, during, and after. So how are we connecting the brand to the consumer or in a B2B scenario, the brand to their demographic before the activation, during the activation, and then after the activation? And so that's our core capability and and. Uh, work. And then, as Justin mentioned, I started my career in the music business 22 years ago. And uh, we also work on a lot of music festivals today. So we currently work on 17 um, of probably some of the biggest EDM music festivals in the world. Yeah. If you want to name some, feel free to name drop. Awesome. Yeah. So we, we work with a, a great client called Insomniac Entertainment, and they produce the most, the most uh, recognized one is Electric Daisy Carnival, which is uh, several different countries and, and states in the United States. But their biggest one is in uh, Las Vegas, which is 164,000 people a day over three days. Yeah. And that's another reason why I'm excited to have you, because the scale of stuff you're doing is, and, and what has done is just shocked me. Like, and <laughs> the coolest guys... I've ever met in my life and you're always just I, the stuff that comes out of your brain and the ideas you have. I mean, not everyone can do what you're doing. So I have no more hair, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> well, me neither, but not for the same reason. <laughs> but, uh, but you're, you're definitely uh, a cutting edge. You're, you're always, you have these outside, you have a way of coming up with outside of the box ideas that really make brands uh, pop. And I know a lot of these might sound like bigger companies that you've worked with, but it actually can go down to uh, kind of startup mid-sized companies. Yeah. And I think what gets lost is brand activation 
a lot of in a lot of places. I mean, we we created an event for uh, on deck here in Denver where they just wanted to launch an activation and a PR campaign uh, for the Denver market, and uh, we ended up doing that, and um, it was it was an amazing thing. And um, you know, we we lose sight of that. We people want to just do digital marketing. They want to just do PR. They want to just do some of these certain things. And um, what you know, what what you really need to do is people forget about that awareness piece. Absolutely. And and then continuing off of that awareness piece with some kind of consistency and that, you know, with that activation comes how do I get my brand to actually then engage after the fact and continue engaging and not just doing a one-off. Yeah. Um, so I guess what is, uh, I mean, some of the bigger stuff you've done, I'd like to get into some examples so people can, you know, kind of understand the, the scope and scale of like what an yeah. activate really means and what's going on. And honestly, like I said, you're award-winning. So what's going on and experience marketing and activation. And I think, uh, you know, you did something, we're working with glowing.org right now on some ocean stuff. And then one of my favorite projects you've done is the Adidas project um, where you had the, the oceans. Yeah, with the oceans. If you can talk about some of these and where these ideas come from and how these activations work, I think that'd be really cool for the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, before I, I go into my spiel, if you will, I'll say I don't want to piss my digital marketing friends off, but I personally am a big believer that if a brand is not doing experiential, they're going to get lost in the clutter of marketing already today. And a lot of digital marketers are starting to shift their thought process in, you know, sort of community-based marketing, adding experiential, not just pumping digital at, at the consumer because it's all getting lost. So we feel like doing experiential and, and creating a strategy and a campaign around that, you're, you're more likely to engage a consumer and keep them engaged. Um, so... Some of the projects that we've done, and like you said, Justin, some of them are large, some of them are small. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're a boutique agency here in Denver. We, we love what we do. We're very passionate about it. And we, we truly are partners to our clients and want to help them exceed. And, and we believe Experiential does that. So we do take on small and large. Run the Oceans, as I babble on and on. Run the Oceans was the Adidas campaign to um, sort of bring awareness to the fact that um, at some point, I think it's 2022, Adidas plans to have 100% of their shoes and I believe apparel made out of recycled plastics from the ocean. And so they brought us in when they were doing a Run the Ocean sort of festival in downtown LA. And they wanted a way to bring awareness to this festival and what they were doing. And so we created an immersive art piece at the Santa Monica Pier. Um, and, and I wish I had pictures, but you could go to our website, thepineappleagency.com. But basically, it was an 80-foot long by 20 feet wide truss structure. So the same sort of trussing that you'd see on stages at your favorite concerts or music festivals. And then it was 40 feet in the air. And on this truss structure, structure sorry, uh, it's Monday, can't talk. We had a, a famous yarn artist come out and make a very intricate art piece 
with thousands and thousands of pieces of yarn that sort of mimic the movement of the waves and the ocean. And so with that campaign, we just had a couple of brand ambassadors talking about the campaign. Um, it wasn't super interaction at, except for it was a, it was a high volume in, in the photo moment, moment and capturing content with consumers taking pictures of it. But it was also more just for an informational piece and an awareness piece. Um, so that was one of my favorite projects as well, just because of what the, the, the campaign means. Um, another one of my favorite projects um, that we did for, for another sneaker company um, called Under Armour. I'm sure everybody knows Under Armour. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure who they were until you mentioned I actually usually ask, yeah, so we did it for Steph Curry. And I actually do ask people if they know who Steph Curry is, because you just, you never know, you know, not everybody's a basketball fan. But for those of you that don't know, Steph Curry is is arguably one of the best players in the NBA, brought the Warriors to three NBA championships. Anyway, he was coming out with a new shoe, a new sneaker um, for Under Armour, the Curry Fours, they were called. And um, we were brought in to figure out a way to kind of disrupt the market and sort of make a, um, a, a wow factor of how these were getting launched. And... So ultimately, the campaign was we delivered Steph Curry's new sneakers by drones off of yachts in the San Francisco Bay, and we set up four landing zones around Oakland and San Francisco, and then uh, Red Interactive, a digital agency, created a digital scavenger hunt, and um, when launched on that morning at 10 a.m., we had hundreds of people lined up at every landing zone. The first eight people at each landing zone got to summon the drone through a digital application and put their shoe size in and their data. And then the drone literally flew off of a yacht and delivered the, the signed autograph sneakers to the consumer. Um, and then, uh, so ultimately that, uh, amounted to about 180 million uh, impressions uh, over the life of the campaign. So quite quite an extensive, awesome campaign. Yeah, an awareness factor, just massive. And I think, I think, and uniqueness, like that's what people want now is uniqueness of some sort. Like you said, even, you know, even when we're in, not that you don't need to do digital marketing and you don't need to do PR. You absolutely do, yeah. But figuring out a way to wrap all that around an experience like one of these, not that it has to be at the scale, like the Steph Curry drop is exactly. Yeah. could be something else. Um, like what we did with on deck was a little smaller scale where we, we created an event around, uh, uh, basically we, we knew their target market was small business. So we created a opportunity for small businesses to come pitch their business and win actual money to yeah. help fund their business. Um, so not only was it community centric, activation centric to an awareness centric toward their exact target market. Um, and it allowed them to do campaigns around it, PR around it, everything around it. Um, so when you're thinking about doing any kind of marketing, I think activation should be one of the core components that you're thinking about doing, especially if your company is at that tipping point where, okay, I need to decide, do I want to grow this company? Am I happy with where it's at right now? 
um, because if you want to grow it, you have to create awareness. Absolutely. I mean, to your point, nothing, it doesn't always have to be this big, gigantic, you know, delivering stuff by drone strategy. But like I said earlier, I'm, I'm a believer that experiential marketing it has a place for everyone. And at the end of the day, experiential marketing goes back to the early days of sampling on the boardwalk in, in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. We call it experiential now because we used technology and, and, you know, I hate to say it, but it's kind of a buzzword. But I, I think that every brand, small and large, can benefit from getting involved in, you know, connecting with their consumer in the real world. I mean, you know, now we're starting to see a movement to get kids and adults alike off their phones and into the outdoors. And, and you know, obviously you and I, Justin, see it a lot out here in Colorado because we have so much outdoors to, to love and enjoy. But, you know, as a marketer, we're looking for ways to now get people off their small phone and their computer into the real world and then back on their phone and figure out a way to market to them, you know? So, um, and that's what I think experiential does. Yeah. How do you pull the technology into an experience versus just pushing something through a phone? Cause, cause it's trackable basically like, like yeah. that's what marketers want to see, right? Is that ROI? Um, but really what, what this brings to the table, you, you know, it's hard to track the funnel all the way back to one of these massive events, but um, or even an activation, but yeah, but you can't, you know, if you, if you can work in a digital component to it without making it so digital, I think that's the key. And I think, you know, we hear this a lot from our clients. I don't know if you hear, you know, not being as much into the digital marketing side of things, um, Justin is we went to that trade show two years ago and it just didn't work for us. Oh, we hear it all the time. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, and then you ask him, well, what would you know? What did you do? Oh, we had a booth. We had a really nice display. Um, we did a survey. Okay, it's it's a it's a it's a common thread. I mean, yeah. I've been hearing. I you know, I've been involved in experiential now since two thousand seven, two thousand eight ish, and um, we started doing trade show booths really early on. And the reason we ch- started doing them was. Because our clients would come to us and say, you did these great experiences. How do we amp up our trade show experience? And and I learned very quickly that when a smaller brand is next to Coca-Cola or, you know, a bigger brand in in their sector, it's really hard for them to attract people at the trade show. And like you, I used to laugh and say, well, what are you doing? Well, we have a booth and we have a candy bowl out and, and we sit there And so we started getting really aggressive in the trade show space in the sense that we really were trying to educate our clients. Like sometimes you don't even need a booth. What can can that experience be? And how can that experience start before the trade show? Once again, during the trade show and after the trade show. And we've had a lot of success. I mean, we recently did um, a trade show experience for a really cool new electric car company called Rivian, which is coming out with uh, the first all-wheel drive electric truck. Um, and now they're Jeff Bezos, Amazon-backed. Um, and it was about creating that experience and bringing awareness to their brand. Sure, we built a really cool-looking booth, but it was how do we interact with the attendee at the booth versus 
you know, the passive approach of just sitting there and letting them walk around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what, I guess a good question for you, Justin, would be along the lines of if I'm a marketer, um, an in-house marketer for one of these companies, um, even a smaller company, I know you recently did also a really a, kind of a smaller experience um, for a kind of a health foods fair thing. Yeah. Um, for Laura's lean. For Laura's lean. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious what you would recommend how to go about the process of coming up with an idea for, for an experience or what you want to do and how do you want to accomplish that? I think it'd be really helpful. Sure. That's easy. Just call me. <laughs> kidding, kidding aside, um, you know, from experience, I mean, I, I can share is that we are like any other marketer where we try to dive into everything we can about your brand, about your competitor, and of course, about the market. Um, as far as the ideas and where they come from, I'm a big believer in that you never know where a good idea is going to come from. So, you know, in our agency, we invite everybody from account managers to, you know, designers to our fabricating team to kind of be involved in the creative process. Um, and and uh, we feel like that has, 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 you know, gotten us some great ideas. For me personally, I pull inspiration from a lot of different places. I guess I could, I'm a little bit of a weird bird. Like I, I. When I'm trying to create, I, I'm definitely looking on the internet. I start with images. So I'll, I'll usually look at images of either the brand or the product. So if it's a car company, let's say, I'll start looking at images of car companies, whether it's the actual car, whether it's another marketing strategy they've already done, or you know, even if it's just lifestyle images of people driving around in a car. Um, so I try to pull from all different, different areas, um, for my inspiration. What we normally do is we just kind of throw out a shit ton of ideas on the whiteboard. We go all the way from crazy to, you know, passive to easy to produce to really, really hard to produce. And usually from that, we're able to narrow it down to, five to six ideas that we really want to start exploring. And, you know, I hate, I don't like to use the word blow out, but sort of blow out those ideas. And then we have to kind of take a step back and say, all right, are these ideas really executable? You know, like the drone project, you know, at that point, drones were not interacting with humans. They were delivering products, as we all hear on the news that Amazon and other places are testing them. But Drones weren't interacting with project, with consumers. So we had to take a step back and say, all right, how do we execute this? And the biggest question, as most marketers know, is how much does it cost? So if our client gives us a $50,000 budget, you know, just throwing a random number, we can't give them a $250,000 idea. You know, we can... But, you know, we know chances are they're not going to they're not going to green like that. So we then really back up and we look at our ideas and we see, is it executionable? Is it on brand? And most importantly, is it going to engage the consumer the way we want to and ultimately get us the ROI or the KPI that the, 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 the client wants? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, I mean, you hit on a lot of key things there in the process, because 
uh, also involvement. Um, I think you might have jumped over something that is involvement of their internal team as well. Correct. And, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious if you, if you do, I'm, I'm, I actually already know the answer to this, but when you involve the internal team, um, cause you know, we do stuff like this too, where we, you know, we want to involve the internal team as much as possible. Um, do you then coach them on what are you going to do after this? What are you, what's your plan to take from this activation and how does that usually go? Yeah, we definitely do. And, and, you know, the idea behind experiential also is, can we repeat it? You know, is it, is it a one-off, a PR stunt, like the drone drop once again, or is it a tour that we update and renew every year, but we're, we're constantly evolving and learning from it? Um, we do have clients that actually, which is exciting when they come to us with an idea and then we help them sort of work the strategy into that. You know, what is the before, during, and after? Um, we have clients that come to us with just an idea of a tactic and then we create a strategy around it. Or we have clients that come to us with full ideas and strategies and then we just figure out a way to execute it in the real world. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, we, we definitely try to work with our clients the best we can. I mean, at the end of the day, um, clients are going to do what they think is best. Um, but as a partner to them, we, we definitely try to coach them and, and, and figure out what is the best practices, you know, to, to, to do. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I know uh, we're basically running out of time here, uh, Justin, but um, I, I think uh, if there's any kind of just any advice you can give a, a marketer that's thinking about going into this space, you got like one key thing for them to think about, um, what would that be? And then we can maybe uh, jump off this and I'd love to have you back. I, yeah, I'd love to come back. Um, what a hard question. Um, there's so many. <laughs> um, I, I, would, I, would, I would probably say, try to put yourself in the consumer's mindset uh, and what, what, not necessarily what they'd be looking for, because sometimes a consumer doesn't know what they're looking for until they get it. But what what's going to engage them? What's what's going to get them out of bed and go to your activation? Or in you know, even if it's a digital campaign or starts digital, what's going to get them to log on to your website or your social media channels and engage them? Um, and I think that's probably the best advice and and the hardest thing to do because as marketers, we're so used to just marketing to a consumer. And now, like we learned, I learned in producing music festivals and concerts, you have to do things to get people out of bed to buy a ticket and come to that show. Well, as marketers, we need to do that now with brands and, and products. So that's, that's my best advice, I think. Well, and you're fighting, you're fighting budget constraints. You're fighting, I mean, we understand this, right? We, you're fighting budget constraints internally. You're fighting, um, you know, CFOs or whoever else operations, people that don't want to say things or they're scared to, yeah. you know, think a little outside the box. And, and uh, they, don't, they don't believe in, in experiential. You're also fighting what's going on in the rest of your city or state or country because, you know, Denver happens to be a very, popular place right now and there's a lot going on there's a lot of community events there's a lot of food festivals concerts all sorts of stuff to do so when you're trying to market to a consumer on 
getting or joining your activation or getting involved in your digital campaign, you have to now think about all that other stuff that's going on. Whereas if I wanna just put up a billboard, I put up a billboard and you're gonna get the eyeballs driving by it or walking by it. So it's, it's, a, it's very different these days. Mm -hmm. Well, Justin, I could, I could expand on that too, because then how, how is it that you draw from eyeballs looking at a billboard to something else off of what you put on the billboard? That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, a whole nother conversation. <laughs> we could probably have a whole nother podcast just on that one topic. We could probably have a few dozen podcasts. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, just shooting the shit and talking marketing with me uh, on Influence Now. And I think, uh, you know, uh, for those of uh, those listening, um, Justin and I are kind of kicking around the idea of actually doing a really cool uh, podcast together to really expand on a lot of these topics. Um, also involving some other guests potentially, but yeah. um, we, between the two of us, we got so much going on in this space and have so many great connections. I think it'd be valuable to all of you, all listeners. And it's been extremely valuable, I think, having you on today, Justin. And oh, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk soon.